Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So far in 2022, I am down about 10 pounds. And one of the things that's helped me stay on course, eating the proper portions, high-quality ingredients, and healthy meals, but conveniently within my busy schedule, has been Factor. We've been talking about Factor here for a few months, and I am a believer. Um, their, their meals are delicious. Every week, I look forward to picking out the, the meals that I'm going to have delivered. I, I've been sharing some of them with my mom, um, who has a, a little bit different uh, preferences than I do, and there's a wide enough selection to satisfy my family and her. Factor makes it easy for me and my family to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious, you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves me time by delivering chef-crafted meals to my doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep, not to mention cleanup. There's no dishes to wash. This works perfectly. There's been a few times before Raw or SmackDown where I've been working all afternoon and I've got a real small window for dinner, and I'm so happy those Factor meals are in the fridge because I know in three minutes I'm sitting down and eating a restaurant delivery quality meal that feels like it was chef-crafted and chef-prepared. But you heat them up in two minutes, and you're sitting down and enjoying your meal within three minutes. It's faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. I'm big on eating whole food ingredients. I don't like processed food. I try to really limit uh, processed white flour and empty calories. And there's just not empty calories in these Factor meals, but they're full of flavor. A mix of vegetables, whole grains and a ton of protein and good carbs. I find myself not wanting to add salt or sauce or anything to these meals. I add a little pepper uh, to some of them, but others are, are just the right amount of spice. And with more than 29 meal options each week, you're never gonna be bored. There's a rotation of meals. I have what I think are my favorites with Factor, and then the next week there'll be a new meal, and I'll try that, and it gets added to my list of meals that I think Factor's done a great job on. They offer vegan and veggie meals, keto meals, low-calorie options, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein options, veggie sides, and more. And it's been keeping me fueled and focused all day long. I've been doing more exercising since the beginning of the year, and Factor gives me the energy to keep going. So head to go.factor75.com slash wade120 and use code wade120 to get $120 off, that's code WADE120. That's WADE120 at go.factor75.com slash WADE120. Again, that's go.factor75.com slash WADE120 for $120 off. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the PW Torch Livecast. I'm PW Torch editor Wade Keller. And with Robin and Rick off this week with MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling fans, we've got a great best of PW Torch Livecast selection for you today. It is Pat McNeil's interview with Luke Gallows from 10 years ago this month. It streamed on March 7th, 2012. And it features Luke Gallows talking about his WWE run. He talks about being part of the Straight Edge Society faction, working with CM Punk. How he didn't drink while he was part of the SES gimmick to protect the business. Also, the end of his WWE run, his recent work at that time for TNA's India-based company, and what the crowd reactions of fans are like in India compared to the United States, and also his future in wrestling and more. And at the end, Pat is joined by then-assistant editor James Caldwell for a discussion about that week's wrestling news and more. So, enjoy this episode. By the way, you can hear all our episodes free if you listen to us on your iPhone podcast app. By searching PW Torch in your podcast app, you'll see a PW Torch VIP podcast logo pop up. It's gray and black in color. And you can try us free for three days with your Apple account. And not only do you get ad-free episodes of the Daily Cast, you also get all the Wade Keller podcasts and post shows with the ads and plugs edited out. And also, all VIP shows for $9.99 a month or $99 for a full year. So check that out. Just search PW Torch on your iPhone within your podcast app and... Tries for three days free. You can also get the same benefits through Patreon at patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. So if you're part of the Patreon ecosystem, that's a good way to get us ad-free. That's patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. And of course, you can also go VIP through our direct sign-up page, pwtorch.com slash govip. Gives you details on everything that comes with the VIP membership, along with our sign-up information. 
All right, let's get to Pat's interview from 10 years ago this month. It's uh, about an hour and a half with Luke Gallows and then some current events discussion with James Caldwell at the end. Hello, you people. Today is Wednesday, March 7th, 2012. I'm your host, Pat McNeil, bringing you today's installment of the longest-running, most-listened-to weekday episodic pro-wrestling podcast in iTunes history. This is the PW Torch Livecast, where we're coming at you with 60 minutes of wrestling and fun. And if you're not careful, you just might learn something before we're done. We are taking your call, 646-721-9828, here on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be taking questions from the chat room if we've run out of calls. And we'll be taking your emails, pwtorchlivecast at gmail.com. But right now, let's introduce today's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, former WWE superstar and current Ringka King legend, Mr. Luke Gallows. How you doing, Luke? Good. What's going on, Pat? Ah, uh, not much. Uh, you st- you get- is that echo gone? What's that? The echo noise that you were getting earlier, is that gone? Yeah, the echo's gone. Thank God I hate hearing myself talk, so it's good. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we've had some problems with that before. Uh, it's good to have you on the show, finally. Good to be here, man. Absolutely. All right. Uh, now, we normally start things off with finding out uh, what our guest has to plug. Uh, you've got a few dates coming up here in the next several days. I know you're going down to, to Tennessee for FAW. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? Um, yeah, I got, let's see, I got Saw coming up um, this Friday and Saturday. And then, uh, let's see, next. Weekend, I will be Friday night for Elite Pro Wrestling in Kaiser, West Virginia, at Potomac State College. The following yeah, Saturday, tell Jed, I'll be tell down, Jed I said hello. Yeah, I will do that. Yeah, and then the following Saturday, I'll be down to Harper's Ferry um, for uh, another group that I'm drawing a blank on right now. PCW, um, and you don't have to tell Tyler I said hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And then I'll be back here in Georgia uh, the 23rd and the 24th for UCW, and then I'll end out the month heading to Mexico for one date and then going over to South America for a tour down there. So Now, I, I was talking to uh, your friend and his, Johnny Fairplay, and he said something about, uh, are, are you engaged? Did that happen? Or, or did you uh, ask your girlfriend to marry you? Uh, we are no longer engaged. <laughs> oh, I, uh, uh, well, yeah. Well, well, I did a great job there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. No, <laughs> no, that was. Uh, I think we kind of jumped the gun a little bit, and I realized that, uh, like I have before in past relationships, that um, this business isn't, uh, and the lifestyle aren't always the best for a, uh, you know, a, a good relationship at home. It takes a special kind of woman, and uh, yeah. So moving on. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, you do have a you do have a son, though. I think. Yes, yes, I have a son who will actually uh, be turning five next week. So I'm going up oh. to do that show for Jed and Jake also because uh, I'm having a birthday party for him at home in Maryland where I'm from. So that's why I wanted to uh, get up there and do those bookings so that he can see the family for his birthday. So. Okay. Well, uh, before we continue on, and we do have some callers on hold. Uh, for people from the 423 and 203 area codes, we'll be getting to you momentarily. Connecticut, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. That could be, yeah. I think if it's from Tennessee, I think I know who it is, actually. Uh, oh, in any case, uh, 
Our show is brought to you by the often imitated, never duplicated Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter and website. Our website is, of course, pwtorch.com. Uh, there are free apps. There is a PW Torch app. There is also a PW Torch Livecast app. They're available for iPad, iPhone, iPad, and Android, and uh, they're at your finer app stores. Uh, those of you on Facebook, you can find our Facebook fan page conveniently located at facebook.com slash prowrestlingtorch. If you are interested in our ideas and would like to subscribe to our newsletter, please check out our membership page, pwtorch.com slash govip. Become a VIP member for $10 a month. Or you can get a whole year of membership at once for $8.25 a month. That's a heck of a deal. Uh, I know portions of the new Torch newsletter are up now uh, for our VIP members uh, with uh, columns by Bruce Mitchell and Greg Parks. Uh, for those of you who listen on other days and not on Wednesdays, the house rules for Wednesday go like this. You can, get th- you can ask up to three questions. You can make up to three comments. You can combine them, but three, three is the magic number. And now that we've done all that, let's go to our well, first call of the afternoon from the 423 area code. 423, please state your name and town after you hear the sound of the Viking horn. Hey, Pat, it's Ian from Tennessee. Figured it was you. How you doing, Ian? Good. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, really glad that you've got Luke on. Um, I've really enjoyed listening to a lot of the interviews that he's done um, over the last few months. Um, and I'm really glad to see you on Ranko King. He's pretty much the only reason why I watch that show, honestly. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I'm having a good time over there. Yeah. Um, you you kind of come off as a uh, somewhat of an American badass undertaker in a way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that um, that's definitely okay in that market because, you know, for them having, you know, their own brand of wrestling the first time, you know, everything is stereotypical, so just, you know, I can come out and kind of do the whole badass biker thing, and, it, you know, they got it right away, which was a good thing, and now that we're going to add some, hopefully some more layers and stuff to the character and things like that, I think that it can only get better, so at least that's my hope. Awesome. Um, my question for you is, who was more entertaining to hang out with on the road, uh, Super Domino or CM Punk? <laughs> That's a toss-up because we're uh, <laughs> the three of us are buddies, which has you know been well publicized. But uh, both of those guys are, uh, are are quite interesting and entertaining, and both have their own their own little quirks. But we're as uh, as Super Domino or Cliff Compton is calling himself now, Rate. We're all a little rough around the edges, so definitely interesting and some uh, very entertaining things coming out of everybody's personalities slash temper slash uh, sense of humor when we're all together for sure. So. To pick one would be difficult, but uh, both fun and entertaining for for different reasons, I guess. Now, if I if sure. I can jump in here, you're you're doing a, a wrestling road diaries DVD with uh, with Colt and with Domino, correct? Yeah, we actually just uh, finished up the filming um, Sunday with a live Art of Wrestling podcast in Chicago, and I just flew home to rest for just a couple of days. I ended up I tore my groin um, the Friday before I flew out to do that, and then I had to do a couple of shows, two more shows in the southeast, and then I flew out for that. So it was, uh, it's been pretty hectic. So I'm glad to have a little bit of downtime before I hit the road again. Understandable. Anything else, Ian? Yeah. Um, one more question. Um, could anybody possibly be looking forward to an appearance by the Great Power Udi on Rinka King? 
If a great, if a great power Rudy shows up in Ring King, I'm going to straight up murder his ass. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on here, but that's for sure. And uh, this, is, this is the same, yeah. This is the same power Udi that uh, Mick, Mick Foley referenced in his book. I'm guessing. Yes, it is definitely the uh, same power Udi. In the fact, one, uh, the one that Luke dealt with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mick and I were tweeting back and forth whenever I was uh, over there going through all the the BS with power Udi and stuff like that. You know because. <laughs> He didn't speak kindly of his book, and I've been over there three or four times before this whole debacle happened. But I found out why, you know. <laughs> but that story's, you know, been well covered, and I think everybody, most most people, have probably heard it by now. But it was ridiculous, nonetheless. Well, Ian, uh, hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll have you back on next week. Thank you much. Good hey, talking to you, all, man. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Have a good one. All right, Ian drops off, and that opens up a line for you. Thank you. Six four six seven two one nine eight two eight. Questions for Luke Gallows of Ring King, formerly of WWE, and uh, and uh, lots of different places actually. Uh, let's see. Hold on a moment. Uh, I'm looking to see if we have any questions from the chat room. Um, no, but you know, keep, keep checking in. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I don't see any at the moment, and the, and the chat room goes by awfully fast. I'm going to go to an email question first before we get to our next caller. This is Kazzy from Jerusalem. Uh, Kazzy writes, uh, were you ever tempted to laugh or break character as Festus? And what kind of mental preparation, training, and techniques did you have to make sure you remained in character? Well, you know, when I was doing it, everybody saw that character, you know, with kind of a lovable, funny character and stuff like that. But to me, you know, that was it was my job to do Festus to the best of my ability, so... Even though I got put in some pretty funny situations, um, you know, breaking character was never an option because that's, right. you know, can't do that. It's unprofessional. Um, but, yeah, I had fun doing Festus, and there were definitely some things where if I didn't take, you know, my profession so seriously where I would have burst out laughing. But, uh, no, it was, never, it was never too hard for me. I had to kind of get in the zone to go out there and do Festus anyway because I had to, you know, I mean, everybody saw the whole transformation deal, and I had to go from, you know, stand standing there like a bumbling idiot to uh, firing up pretty quick and get to strength, go strength. Yeah. And, uh, you know, doing the whole deal. So. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
DailyCast listeners. Thank you, first of all, for streaming the shows. Be sure you're subscribing. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to pro wrestling podcasts. But while you're at it, if you're not yet, please subscribe to the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast and Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows. Search Wade Keller and see two logos pop up, a blue one and a red one. The red logo, the post shows, cover Raw and SmackDown each week with a fast turnaround time of a couple hours after the show's end. And also, every Saturday, we present a flashback to our analysis from five years ago that week, covering Raw. Jason Powell from ProWrestling.net joins me, and we analyze what happened on Raw five years ago. So check out that time capsule every weekend. The Blue Logo Show features the Thursday flagship, plus our first-run interviews, our classic interviews, and our mailbag segments. So again, search Wade Keller and click subscribe to both the Red Logo and the Blue Logo. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I understand. All right, a question from the chat room. Uh, Chicky Singer would like to know, uh, Luke, Chicky were the Singer. outcomes predetermined? Chicky Singer would like to know, if, were the outcomes predetermined for the shoot fight matches in the House of Pain in Hagerstown, Maryland? Oh, geez, I, never, I never did any of those, I don't think. I mean, I know they had them, but uh, I don't know. They never asked me to do one. So, I mean, I guess, I guess if I would have did one, I could give you the answer to that. But... Uh, I honestly don't know. I think uh, Pat, some of those guys that were in that area more and for longer and before I was there would probably be better suited to ask, answer that question because I honestly do not know. Okay. I mean, I, I, know, I know you did wrestle there at one point. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I wrestled there, and I remember maybe one or two of those going down, but I, I was never asked to do one. I think that that was kind of before I came in there a little bit. So that or, you know, I was the biggest guy there by far. No, maybe nobody wanted to shoot for me. I don't know. That's entirely possible. All right, we're going to go back to the telephones uh, from the 203 area code. 203, please state your name and town. 203. Hello. Okay, uh, why don't we go back to 203 when they compose themselves. Let's go to the 240 area code. 240, please state your name and town. You are on here. What's up, Pat? It's uh, Doc Gregory. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing, Doc? It's been a long time since I've seen you, brother. I tell you, uh, you know, I've been in the business for a long time myself, but these days I've been uh, back in the stripes and laying down the law as referee. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But my question is actually to Luke, who uh, I've seen work many, many times. Um, 
On on March 16th, you are going to be appearing at the uh, Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance uh, Night of the Elite 10 up in Kaiser, West Virginia at the uh, Potomac State College. And yeah. it's a it's scheduled to be a big 16-man tournament. Uh, my, uh, what I have is a really a two-part question. Um, one is, what do you think the chances are in that in that tournament when you have when you know already that you're going to be in it with uh, names like the Barbarian, like Sanjay Dutt, uh, Rhett Titus, uh, the Patriot, um, and Jake Machine Davis, who you've faced many times. Um, and how do you actually prepare for your first-round matchup when you don't even know who your opponent is because he'll be chosen that night in the initial Grand Prix Battle Royal? Sure, sure, kind of randomly. Um, well, I think my chances are good, and I'll tell you why. This, this show actually kind of holds a special little place in my heart because I used to go to Kaiser, West Virginia, to Potomac State College, and uh, when they were doing, you know, some big independent shows there years ago when I was a teenager, I remember, you know, seeing Mankind come through there and getting to meet him and, uh, you know, the Head Shrinkers and Mr. Hughes and just so many different guys. So I haven't got to go home and do, like, kind of a big homecoming show like that yet. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I know that the ticket sales are moving great, and I'm going to have a lot of people, um, you know, they're right there in my backyard, a lot of people driving up, you know, the half hour from Cumberland, Maryland that haven't actually – you know, maybe you haven't had the opportunity to come see me in a Baltimore or a Pittsburgh or something like that. So this is really going to be uh, kind of the hometown advantage, I'm feeling like. And I know Jake's, you know, out of that area, too, and wrestled there many, many times. And him and I have had some really uh, brutal matches together. But I'm looking forward to the tournament. I think uh, I think my chances are great. I've been in the ring with, you know, some of the biggest names in the history of the business and um, well prepared for it. A tournament like that, though, you know, you can never guarantee a win because – there are just so many different things that can come out of nowhere and so many different elements and so many different guys with different styles from like a high flyer like a Sanjay Dutt to, you know, the, the big barbarian who can pound you into the ground if you're not careful. So um, certainly going to be very interesting, but uh, I do look for a big Luke Gallows to pull out the Duke uh, when we get to Kaiser on Friday, March 16th. I mean, you know, I, I'm actually going to be there myself. I'm probably going to be refereeing a few of your matches, and I'm going to call them right down the middle like I always do. But, you know, I'm honestly going to have to go with you as well because you are, like any good football team, you always will actually play the hardest and 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 uh, do your best when you're really around your hometown fans. Yeah, and that's, you know, I'm excited about it. My son will be there, my parents, and uh, a lot of friends and stuff. And like I said, who haven't always had the opportunity to come see me in the bigger markets and stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited about the show and uh, great questions. Thanks for calling in. Hey, it's no problem, Luke. I look forward to working with you, brother. Absolutely, man. Likewise. All right. And, Pat, you take care. We hope to see you around the block real soon. Okay. Well, uh, probably won't be next week, but uh, thank you very much, Doc. And uh, just for the record, uh, Luke, if, uh, if if Doc is going to be uh, your referee, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of watch your back. Just, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. Just advice from knowing that guy for a while. Okay. 203 area code. Please state your name in town. You're on with Luke Gallus. Hello. Houston, hello. Uh, okay, that didn't go so well. That opens up a line for you, 6467. Yeah. 721-9828. Uh, while we're waiting, let's go to uh, let's go to another email question. Uh, this one's from Lawrence, who asks, what is CM Punk really like? Uh, well, it depends on, uh, I guess, who you are and, and how you take people. CM Punk, uh, as many people know, is very, very opinionated. 
However, uh, I always got along great with him because he's very passionate about the wrestling business, and I am too. But uh, he will speak his mind. He will let you know um, how he feels about anything and everything. So if you don't have thick skin, um, <laughs> you know, you can be prepared to take the brunt once in a while. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's what CM Punk's really like, and he's really straight edge too, which is a question that I get asked a lot. But yeah, the guy is hundred uh, percent legit with all of that. Well, you had to be straight edge while you were in that group. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was part of the you know whenever we were doing it. I you know I made the decision and talked to Punk about it. He loved the idea that uh, you know I. I like to go out and have a beer once in a while and have a good time, but I, I did not do it not one time in public, um, you know, while I was a member of the Straight Edge Society because I believe in, uh, you know, protecting the business. And, um, you know, why well, kill it off for somebody to see me out, you know, just so I can go out and have a beer somewhere? There's no reason to do that. Okay. Um, let's Next question. Dave from Wilkesbury, who asks, uh, do you see any FCW super? Oh, wait, well, well, I guess this question is for both of us. Do you see any FCW superstars such as Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Ricky Steamboat Jr. making their debut on the main roster soon? And who do you think they might future endeavor to make room for them? Um, you know, I, I hate to ask que- answer questions about future endeavors. All I'm going to say is, uh, if you see somebody who you know, if you see somebody on the roster page who you're not seeing on Raw or SmackDown every so often, and you're not really seeing on um, even Superstars or NXT, that person's a candidate. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, that's just the nature of the beast and the nature of the business. Sometimes it doesn't always, um, you know, it just that's the way wrestling works. Um, but, yeah, the names that were brought up especially, those are uh, three really talented guys that I look forward to uh, hopefully be used in a, in a, in a good way and, and make a big splash. I think WWE has some up-and-comers out of SCW right now that um, are going to do good stuff. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if any of the uh... – any of the new wrestlers debuted before WrestleMania. I, I think that they'll. I think that they'll save that. Oh yeah, and, no, that's, uh, that's how it is every year. It's always just well after WrestleMania. Okay, uh, Dave also asked uh, if you could shed any information on uh, Wrestling Road Diaries too. Um, which I guess, I mean, is there, I mean, is there is there any uh, are there any you know any uh, hints as to what you can expect for the people who are going to be checking it out in some months? Uh, you know, I honestly have no idea. Uh, honestly, oh, this okay. is the first time in my life that I haven't kept up with the product, but I've been so busy with, you know, I keep a very busy wrestling schedule, both abroad and independently, and then uh, I just signed with a talent agency, so a lot of days during the week when I'm not doing wrestling stuff or booking tours and things like that, I'm doing auditions or going to movie sets and stuff like that. I'm here in Atlanta, and there's a lot of stuff shooting right now, so yeah, I've been yeah. really busy, and this is the first probably six-month month period I mean, you know, that I can remember that I've been watching wrestling since I was eight that I haven't, you know, been up to date on the product. So I I guess I'm not the best opinion to ask about any of that stuff. Oh, don't worry about that. All right, 646-721-9828. Uh, let me just mark down uh, another email question. This is from uh, Matt Fanatic from Wisconsin who asks, uh, when you teamed with Jesse, were you the biscuits or the gravy of the team? It's one of the best theme songs ever. I was definitely the biscuits. If you saw the size of me at, at that particular point in my career, I was maybe two biscuits, maybe a dozen. I'm not sure, but I was certainly the biscuits. Absolutely. But yes, thanks for the uh, compliment on the song. I love the song as well. I, I did too. Uh, I think that's a shame uh, that that you know, didn't run longer. And uh, I, I hope we uh, end up seeing. Uh, I hope we end up seeing Jesse again somewhere. 
Yeah, I hope so too, but I, I wouldn't look for it. He uh, kind of stepped away from the wrestling business altogether whenever he left WWE, and I think it's a shame because he's a very talented guy, but he's happy now in his new career and with his wife, and they just uh, built a beautiful new home. I, I still talk to him and see him. We live in the Atlanta area, so uh, to update on Jesse, he's doing very well, but I wouldn't look to uh, see him in a wrestling ring anytime soon. Never say never, but, you know. Right. Okay, we have a question from our Facebook page, believe it or not. Kevin from Illinois says he has a couple questions for you. Um, let's see. When you were running with the end of the Straight Edge Society gimmick and went against Punk, it seemed like that run ended abruptly. Where were they planning on going with that? Um, honestly, there were some big plans for you know for the Straight Edge thing to continue, but what had happened was... Uh, we came into SummerSlam in the match with Big Show, and Joey Mercury unexpectedly tore his pectoral muscle. And I guess Serena had an issue with the office, which I'm honestly I don't know. I'm not up to date on what happened, but she was she was let go from the company a few short days later. So all of our big plans were kind of foiled, and it went back, you know, to just kind of being Punk and I. And then uh, without the Straight Edge Society, it had kind of fallen apart, and they decided they wanted to move into Raw, and that was kind of the abrupt end, you know, to all of it. So, you know, that's just kind of one of those things, again, that, that does unfortunately happen in professional wrestling because I think it would have ran a lot longer and there was a lot of uh, peaks and valleys and ups and downs and a lot of cool stuff that we were going to do. But, uh, unfortunately, we never made it that far. Yeah. Uh, well, we had another email question about it. Uh, and, well, you said you don't know, but uh, the rumor about Serena was that, was that she was caught in public, you know, not being straight edge. Would you know anything about that one way or the other? I don't care to comment on that. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, we're awaiting more of your calls. I, I guess I will try the 203 area code again, see how that goes. I don't know why. 203 area code, uh, you are on the air. Do you have a question? Okay. That's a, that's a you think it's just the, is it the WVE office? Are we being ribbed? That's a 203 area code. That's a possibility, yeah. No, um, <laughs> I, I don't know that. That's that's true. Some yeah. I mean, you you still have friends up there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know I think that I'm still in pretty good graces. I talked to a lot of people there. You know, Punk and uh, Joey Mercury, two of my best friends, and a lot of guys that are still under contract. And yeah, I keep in contact with them. All right. Here's another question I can uh, ask you from Kathy, who writes: uh, What would be a normal week for you at the moment? Do you have a uh, do you have a professional job? If so, what? No, 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 no. I don't have a professional job, and I don't ever plan on getting one. <laughs> I love being a pro wrestler, and I, I stay I stay very busy. I'm lucky about that, but I, I try my best to keep my name out there. And, um, you know, I wrestle two to three times two to three times on a weekend independently, and that's, that's on a light week. Uh, usually it's more, and then uh, I'm usually going overseas at least once a month, if not more often. And, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, like today, for example, um, I had to go to a Turner Broadcasting and audition for a commercial for the Cartoon Network. And then tomorrow I'm leaving to go to uh, Birmingham, Alabama to shoot a small part that I have in a horror movie that's coming out. And uh, and then uh, I'll be heading to Saul on Friday and Saturday. So, uh it stays pretty busy, but I have no desire to ever, ever have any job other than being a, a full-time pro wrestler. And with my overseas schedule, and then you know working the independents when I'm home, uh, I'm doing doing really well with that. So I'm, I'm thankful to be able to do that. A lot of guys uh, have trouble, I think, when they leave the WWE, but 
you know, I, I make it a point to stay busy and to keep myself out there as much as possible and to uh, to wrestle as much as I can because I, I genuinely love, uh, you know, being a professional wrestler. I understand that. I, I have a day job, and I, I can tell you from experience, you're not missing anything. <laughs> That's what everybody says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, take their word for it, I think. Thanks for downloading today's show. Take it to the next level with a VIP membership. Get shows like this, the Weight Killer Processing Podcast, Weight Killer Processing Post Show, and the PW Torch Daily Casts on our PW Torch VIP podcast feed with ads and plugs removed from the shows for a streamlined listening experience. And also hear the VIP exclusive shows that I host with Rich Fan and Todd Martin. Everything with Rich Fan and The Fix with Todd Martin's signature VIP series that you're missing out without a VIP membership. So go VIP here in 2022 and enjoy all the benefits all the bonus content, and the ad-free listening experience. pwtorch.com slash govip. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, question for the chat room uh, from, from Mike. Uh, is CM Punk going to hate you if you're in a movie? Um, I, I think I think that's because of comments uh, Punk made uh, earlier this week about The Rock. Um, no, I don't think Punk will hate me for making a movie. I'm just keeping myself out there. I would never... Uh... Right. I would never make acting or, or movie making and you know, who knows if it would ever turn into anything, you know, substantial, but that would never take precedence over my wrestling because uh I honestly I enjoy wrestling far more. Um it's just an easy way for me to, to make some really good money during the week whenever uh I'm home here in Atlanta. But uh other than that, I mean I don't have any desire to ever like leave wrestling and go to Hollywood and become a, a movie star. I I wanted to be a pro wrestler from the time I was eight years old and that's what I still want to be, so Okay, I have an important question from Sean from Pennsylvania who uh, who says that you have to tell the story of your senior homecoming pep rally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we we had a, in the, the uh, Cumberland, Maryland, where I grew up, there's a strong, uh, one of the longest-running high school football rivalries, I believe, in the country. It was covered on ESPN. It's Fort Hill High School versus Allegheny High School. And, um you know, we've had as many as ten or 11,000 people show up for that game because, I mean, honestly, there's not a lot going on in town, you know, other than football, and people are crazy about it. So, you know, the whole homecoming week is a huge, huge deal, and, and everybody knew me as, like, the wrestling guy. I was, always wanted to, to be a wrestler and was going to the shows and was big into it and stuff like that. So they would do a thing every year where, you know, we had to do these skits, and they would crown, like, a Mr. Sentinel every year, and there were groups of three or four, and they would do these skits and stuff. So I think ours started out like um you know it was me and four of my buddies and we were like you know did this whole jackson five routine which everybody was like anticipating some kind of wrestling thing for me so at the end of the, the whole song we were in wigs and suits and stuff and uh they came and ripped my suit off and i had on a uh <laughs> a hulk hogan tearaway shirt and the bandana and the tights and all that and uh they blasted Real America, and I did the whole Hulk Hogan deal and tore the shirt off and did the pose down and everything like that, and we ended up getting a huge ovation, and uh, I got to be Mr. Sentinel because of, uh, again, my uh, ridiculous love for professional wrestling. So, yeah, there was one point when uh, we had the school all rocking for the Hulkster. Okay, well, um, you know, uh, I think, yeah, I think you know, if you go back, you might have a gimmick there, you know, Mr. Sentinel. Mr. Sentinel, there you go. I mean, I've had a hundred other ones. Why not try that out, right? Yeah. Okay. Six four six seven two one nine eight two eight. We have uh, Luke Gallows, uh, former WWE superstar, currently with Ring to King, and also part of the uh, part of the Wrestling Retribution Project. Uh, do you have any idea when that's when that show's going to hit? 
You know, I honestly don't have any idea. Um, I've talked to Jeff Katz once in a while. I was in L.A. Uh, about a month back, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't hear anything about it. I don't know how far out it is. That was a, a unique kind of thing that I did, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it and seeing how it turns out and all that, but uh, no idea when the drop date on that will be. I, I have no idea whether you saw this or not, but uh, last night uh, after the uh, after the uh, Republican primaries, Newt Gingrich came out and made his speech to uh, Real American by Rick Derringer. Really? That was his music, that was his music I swear. Well, there you I go, was surprised. <laughs> hey, I support anything that gets the guys over. That's cool. Okay. Um, oh, got an, just got an email question on our Gmail account, which, by the way, pwtorchlivecast at gmail.com. Uh, Liam Jordan from Ireland asks, could you please ask Luke about his experiences in Nigeria facing the great power Udi? Uh, he says he's heard Domino discusses, uh, discuss his experience and it was one of the funniest road stories ever. Uh, did you, did you wrestle power Udi while you were over there? I've unfortunately wrestled power Udi about six times and he's the, the absolute worst stumbling, bumbling, diaper-wearing excuse for a professional wrestler that I've ever stepped into the ring with. It's just completely ludicrous. He comes to the ring barefooted, playing a saxophone in like a full <laughs> regalia papal uniform, dressed as the Pope. And uh, it's it's horrible. If you look at him on YouTube, you'll, you'll have a really good laugh about it. I've told this story a bunch of times. Um, it's on uh, my first uh, Art of Wrestling podcast with Colt Cabana. I tell my entire version, which in itself takes over an hour. But uh, yeah, wrestling him was absolutely, absolutely terrible. And uh, I did it a few times because I could get matches out of him. And then the last time that we went was when we were in the middle of our big debacle. And he told I, I, you know, was booking the thing, unfortunately. And uh, so I received all my money up front, but I went ahead and paid the other two guys out of my money. So I only had ended up having half, so he was telling me after he let me stranded in a hotel for four days, postponed this other show so many times that the crowd was just brutal, that I had to fly from Lagos to Abuja in the middle of Nigeria, the new capital, and do this basically like an empty arena match in an arena where we were originally going to have a show that held a few thousand people in front of virtually yeah. nobody, so this general could see it and have it on film, and then I would be paid the remainder of my money. So we flew down there on the day that we were supposed to fly back to the United States, um, he farted around, so there was no time for me to make it back to the plane. So it was, you know, honestly, my most embarrassing performance ever. I, I pride myself on never mailing it in, but this was one time when I absolutely did. I went out there and, like, cut off and uh, just pulled my boots on and had to wait for him to do this whole deal, and we were just trying to get out of there, and it was it was terrible. I mean, he just he, he couldn't be any worse. The, the ring was a boxing ring from the 1940s. Um, mm. You know, so if, if you have not, a chance to watch yet. that match, do not watch it. Um, you know, if we can get Power Udi here, maybe we can book him into a House of Pain uh, shoot fight match with me because that's one shoot fight that I would certainly love to have. There you go. Yeah, some, a little a little mixed martial arts action wouldn't wouldn't hurt. Um, another question here from the email. Scott Briller writes, uh, Luke, even though you don't follow WWE lately, who do you think will go over at WrestleMania? Will it be The Rock or John Cena? Wow, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't been asked that question. I haven't thought about it. Um, your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't know. I'll go with The Rock, and I have I have no reason for saying that because I have no idea. But I'm just going to go with The Rock. Yeah, I, you know, I, I know that uh, 
Well, if, if they're serious about doing a three-match series between The Rock and John Cena, and this being the first match, then I would actually expect The Rock to win. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm certainly win the first two. But uh, we'll see. Six four six seven two one nine eight two eight. Got uh, twenty seven minutes left with Luke Gallows. Tomorrow on the program, James Caldwell and Greg Parks will be uh, taking your calls and questions. And then on Friday, our editor Wade Keller does Interview Friday. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, Wade had a uh, very good interview up with uh, former WWE writer Andrew Goldstein. That took place on Friday. A uh, lot of information in that. You'll want to check it out, whether you're a VIP member or a uh, or just somebody who drops by every so often. Uh, let's go back to, I'm going to go back to some of the email questions while we wait for more callers. Uh, okay, here's an email question for you. Uh, Luke, you were brought up in the infamous CM Punk promo. Do you feel that that increased interest in you professionally? Did, did you get more calls after that happened? Excuse me, what was the question? I couldn't hear you there for a second. Um, did you get more, when CM Punk cut the uh, promo last summer on Raw, and mention your name, did you start getting more calls from promoters? You know what? I didn't even know about that. I was in uh, in a different part of Africa, in the Congo, when that all happened. So I didn't know. I didn't even find out about it until a week later. And um, a lot of people called to tell me about it and were texting me and emailing me and stuff. But, um, oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I got a few more calls. But, you know, I keep myself out there pretty regularly anyway. I just thought it was really cool that, uh, you know, he gave me the shout-out like that because he certainly didn't have to. And, I'm sure that it wasn't pre-approved, so, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, you never know with that, but, uh, yeah. Has there been, I mean, I know you, you talk with people in WWE. Has there? Has anybody mentioned to you the possibility of coming back in the near future? I mean, I'm, you know, most people go back eventually if they want if they're wanted. Right. Um, yeah, the lines of communication have been open, but uh, that's about all I'll say right now. <laughs> on that okay. because I, I'm, I'm, I got a couple different things I'm juggling. So yeah, I mean it's always a possibility. Right. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a, another question here from uh, Matt Fanatic. Uh, people, people send in a lot of questions for you. Uh, Luke, were you ever told what they had planned after the SmackDown main event you had against Undertaker? It looked like you were on track to move up the card, but uh, the match was forgotten about, and you were just another guy right afterwards. Well, that's very nice. Um, yeah, yeah what, 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 what was the deal with that? You know, I don't know. Um, the match was good. Everybody seemed to love the match. I love the match. It's still one of my favorite matches that I've ever had. Um, we were going on tour for two weeks to go to Europe uh, right after that. And I was taken off the tour after the match that night uh, because they wanted me to stay home and, and sell The Undertaker's uh, a chokehold, which, you know, I understood. I didn't like missing out on a very lucrative foreign tour, um, but I did. And then, uh, you know, nothing ever really became of it. We had pitched um, to turn Festus heel and to teach him to speak and uh, kind of have Jesse go into a suit and like a mouthpiece kind of role. And I, I pitched a whole big elaborate idea off that, but um, nothing ever really became of it, and I never really knew why. Okay. Um, how how are they when when uh, you when you know a wrestler pitches ideas to them? I mean, it, or, or does it really depend on who's pitching? I think it depends on who's pitching. I mean, I think that you have a lot more say in maybe what you're doing if you're in that that top main event level. But you have to understand too, with their TV being the way it is, and they depend on those those top level guys all the time. So if you haven't broken that cusp, it's really hard to get in there and get, and get a lot of time and stuff like that because everybody's writing for that main event because that's, you know, what's pushed the entire show and that's what, 
you know, draws that rating. I mean, the rest are the supporting cast, which, you know, helps as well because people always have their favorites or, you know, different characters or acts and things like that that they like. But, um, you know, I think a lot of that writing team up there is uh, always very busy with the main event picture, so there's not a lot of not a lot of time for for other things sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah that, that, I mean, it seems like that's uh, very much the priority there. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking through... Uh, I'm just looking through our questions. Uh, here's one that uh, Kevin asked: uh, Who uh, who would you have liked to team with in WWE as a tag team? Uh, you know what? I was ready to be done tag teaming because uh, you know I did the thing with Jesse, and then I was a part of the Straight Edge Society. I think it was a shame when we were doing the Straight Edge stuff. Joey Mercury and I tagged on just a ton of house shows and had really great matches. I remember in particular series we had in Australia with the Heart uh, the Heart Dynasty. And uh, we gelled very well as a tag team, and I guess, you know, partially because we'd both been kind of tag team wrestlers to that point. But um, we never tagged one time on TV. I mean, we tagged in Madison Square Garden. We tagged on all these foreign tours and all these house shows, but we never uh, never did it on TV, and I thought that was a shame because we, we had a really good, unique kind of uh, big guy, smaller guy chemistry as a tag team. And I think Joey's a phenomenal, phenomenal performer that, um, yeah. you know, it was a shame that he never got the chance to step out any more than he did, you know, when he made his return. I, I talk to him about it every day, and he's very happy in his role in Florida Championship Wrestling, training the young guys and stuff like that. But just what a guy who had so much to offer and, uh, you know, never really got the opportunity. Okay. Uh, 646-721-9828. We have about uh, we have a little over 20 minutes left with uh, with Luke Gallows. Uh, you, you were talking about Power Udi, Luke. Um, I, I know that you have wrestled some other guys who uh, – you know, we're not good wrestlers. Did you ever wrestle anyone worse than Power Rudy? No, I think Power Rudy's the absolute worst. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm, I mean, I know you. You know, I, I've seen matches where you've been in there with guys who shouldn't have been in the ring. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's it's different though to consider you know some independent guys and some smaller local independents who who don't know what they're doing and aren't ready to be in there. But you know, I guess part of my grudge is flying halfway around the world and the situation that I was put in. And then this guy who, you know, it's not just going in the ring with a bad wrestler. This is a guy who is claiming to be, you know, a champion for 30 years, and he's wrestled everybody from Bob Orton to Mil Mascaris to, you know, Kamala to whoever, to Cactus Jack, to me, and nobody has a good word to say about him. And, I mean, how the hell you can't improve over 30 years of wrestling is just beyond me. He should have been at least passable when he wasn't. But yeah, I guess that's that's sort of a different standard there. Need an extra dose of positivity in your wrestling podcast? Well, come join me, Alan Forel, over in the Pro Rest Paradise at Peter Torch VIP as we bask on the bright side of wrestling and focus on some of the great matches and shows from around the world, be it the US, Japan, Europe, or Mexico. There's always a place for wrestling's past in the paradise too, and we've done fun historical shows such as the We Love Liger series, celebrating the glorious career of Jushin Thunder Liger, and our I Was There When shows, where our guests will join me to talk about a classic bout that they were in attendance for. We love variety, and you can expect lots of it at the Pro Rest Paradise. Detailed PWF Torch VIP subscription information and a list of all the VIP benefits is available at pwtorchvipinfo.com. And yes, all VIP podcasts are compatible with popular podcast apps on iPhone and Android devices, or you can stream them directly from our ad-free VIP mobile site. 
See you in the paradise. Uh, yeah. We're coming up on WrestleMania, and uh, I know that you were you were in WrestleMania 26, and I, I'm sure a lot of the uh, a lot of the people in our audience would like to know, you know, what is it, what is that like? What's what's the you know, what is it like to be on WrestleMania? Well, I mean, that's you know anybody who doesn't tell you that that's that's the coup de grace of a pro wrestler. I mean, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of of professional wrestling, and the biggest company there is on the biggest show there is. So you know, it's a it's a dream come true to walk the aisle at WrestleMania and to participate in it, and that's that's you know what you work for. Absolutely. Um, you know, I did a spot in WrestleMania 24 with Snoop Dogg, and then did like the Battle Royal there. But to come out on the show and be a part of the the Punk Ray Mysterio match and and do all that, you know, that, that's just there's one more thing on my bucket list is to have my own singles match at WrestleMania at some point. But uh, huge thrill, huge honor to do, and uh, you know what what a great experience being in front of you know 75,000 people like that. Yeah, that, I mean that sounds uh, that sounds like something very memorable. And you know, the whole weekend is uh, is is a big to do for the wrestlers and their families. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, you you bring your family out there, and it's kind of our, our celebration week because of, you know we all work to a WrestleMania all year long. And uh, you know, I, I enjoy doing the fan access stuff too, and meeting the fans. And you know, we did matches there every year, and signing autographs, and getting to say hello and see people and stuff like that. So WrestleMania is always a fun experience. And I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you an easier question. Who is who are your favorite people to wrestle? Oh wow, Tyson Kidd was always one of my favorites. Going back to the Hart Dynasty, I think that guy's phenomenal, and they, you know another guy that should be used more. Um, I wrestled Kane a lot, you know, from doing the Imposter Kane to when I was, uh, you know, doing Luke and stuff like that. And I, I always loved wrestling him because it was, you know, a big guy, but what a presence, and he knows who he is, and he's portrayed that character for so well for so long. Um, Rey Mysterio was absolutely one of my favorites, too, because everybody knows how, how great Rey is. And I remember wrestling him in Mexico and, uh, you know, just shutting him down and feeling the people, you know, the, the emotion and stuff that they they carry for Rey and they believe in Rey. And then, you know, when he starts to come back on you, the, the way that he can control the crowd is, is really amazing. Um, so, yeah, those are some of my favorites. All right. Another question from Chicky Singer who asks, Luke, what is your favorite song you have written? My favorite song that I've written? Yes. The Grizzled Young Vet. What's that? The Grizzled Young Vet. The Grizzled Young Vet. Yes. Okay, how, how many songs have you written, just just out of curiosity? Uh, somewhere between two and 5,000. I don't know. There's no actual count on it. Okay. Um, any, any chance of you performing that here? I mean, you know, I mean, we're coming up on you know, Raw is Monday, and The Rock is going to do a a rock his uh, his rock concert, and John Cena is going to do a rap. So you know, I you know I don't know. I mean, what's today? Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Well, let's see how that goes on Monday, and uh, if those guys aren't up to par, they can call back in, and I'll, I'll perform it uh, next week for you. Okay, um, and we're 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 hoping to have. Uh, we were hoping to announce our guest for next week, but that hasn't been confirmed yet, so uh, we're going to hold off on that for a while. Uh, well, I can I tell everybody... Minute. Well, I'll need a minute and a half. I mean, it won't, it won't okay. No, I'll, you, know what? I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll be happy to call you back if you're still interested next Wednesday, and, and you can do that. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we have a request for the chat room for no battle wraps, so uh, I, I think we can arrange that. <laughs> All right, another another question for the chat room. Um are you happy or upset that Shaq won't be wrestling the big show this year at WrestleMania? 
I didn't I didn't know that. Was Shaq was supposed to wrestle the big show and now he's not? Is that what's going on? I, I think that's the case, yes. I don't know no. all the details, but yeah. I probably won't sleep between now and WrestleMania now that I know that. No, I, I could care less about that. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's really unfortunate. Um, you know, you, you I know that you uh you told a story on another interview about your about your tryout in TNA last year and, and that you know and you don't know why it didn't work out. I mean have you have you come up with any theories? Uh no, not necessarily. Just I guess the lay of the land there at the time. I think that um you know Management-wise, they have some extra people right now and stuff like that. So I've heard some some different stuff on that. But I think that uh, with the success of Rinka King and, and my success in Rinka King, that that could be a, a door that opens in the future. So we'll see what happens with that. Okay, question from the chat room from Amy from Hawaii, who wants to know, Luke, who would your dream WrestleMania opponent have been? I'd like to wrestle CM Punk at WrestleMania. Yeah. No, that, that that sounds like a good one. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, but, I mean, I I would figure you'd want to wrestle whoever's in the main event. Yeah. Eh. Well, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But you you enjoyed wrestling CM Punk. Yeah, very much so. Okay. All right. Hold on just a moment, Luke. Uh, we now have a runner. Well, that's awfully loud. Uh, from uh, the members of the East Coast cast, that show is on immediately following this one here on Blog Talk Radio. You go to blogtalkradio.com slash Cast. That will start at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And uh, right now we go to one of the hosts of that fine program, Mr. Travis Bryant. Travis, hey, what guys, you have up Hey, for? guys, uh, live cast audience, what's happening? Uh, we got some fun shenanigans, some serious uh, discussion about to go down in about 15 minutes. On the East Coast Cast, blogtalkradio.com slash East Coast Cast, just uh, 15 minutes away. Just uh, split, split, where do your allegiance, uh, where's your allegiance lie? Uh, what side of the fence are you on when it comes to Rock Cena? Did Rock get dressed down? Uh, did Cena hold his own? What, what, what's your opinion? Because uh, we, we sure have ours. And we're going to try to definitely get to some other, t- uh, some other topics. Uh, that. That uh, Triple H uh, HBK promo was tremendous, and we want to we want to get some uh, discussion going about that too, and all kinds of other happenings on SmackDown. If you want to get some TNA talk, resume our discussion from last week about ROH. Uh, hit us up, call us, email us, chat us, find us under the Pro Wrestling Torch umbrella. Uh, I'm out. Thanks, Fred. Okay. Uh, well, Travis, uh, how is how is Bardray doing? I heard he had food poisoning. Oh well. You know that before I did, so that gets you know, okay. my partner and my best friend, and I don't even know he's sick. I could have been there for him. Uh, I'm, I'm upset. Feelings caught. Uh, catch your feelings over here. <laughs> All right. Well, should be an interesting show then. Uh, we'll be sure to check that out. Uh, coming up in about yes, coming up in about 13 minutes here on uh, on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Parental discretion is advised. Uh, have a good show, Travis. Thanks, man. Okay. Uh, 646-721-9828, taking some more calls for Luke Gallows uh, before we uh, wrap up today. Oh, here we go. Uh, Scott Brewer asks via email, um, let's see, well, he asked if you wanted to face uh, CM Punk, but I think we answered that. Also, do you have a Twitter account? Yes, at Real Gallows. Please follow me on Twitter, at Real Gallows. Real Gallows. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Very good. Um, now, have you been following? Uh, have you been following Ring of Honor? Because you know, Travis brought that up. They are, you know, they're in uh, more television markets now than they have been. Um, yeah, somewhat. Not not heavily. Like I said, I haven't been watching much wrestling because I've been so busy with my own and with my other stuff. But uh, I try to keep keep up with you know what's going on with those guys. I have some friends over there as well. Okay, and. Uh, yeah. And on a similar tone, uh, Dragon Gate USA. Have you have you talked to them? I don't know if they use a lot of. Uh, I don't use. I don't know if they use a lot of gentlemen your size, but. Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, nothing really with Dragon Gate. I'm going back to Japan in June uh, to start with Pro Wrestling Noah. So, but I haven't really talked oh. to uh, to Dragon Gate. Okay, well, well, there, there's a story right there. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know how they've been doing lately, but they've always had. Uh, they've always had some great talent there. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, when I was in Japan before with Anoki, they were going in a way different direction with all the shoot fighters and stuff like that. And I, I wanted to wrestle in Japan, but I, I've always wanted to tour Japan. You know, not mm-hmm. you know going in and doing one shot and then flying home isn't you know how, how I pictured it being done. So this will be nice. I'm going to start uh, you know regular touring over there, and uh, I'm very excited about it. All right. Um, well, we didn't really get into this. Tell us a little bit about the. Uh, the whole Ring to King experience, because you know, it seems like a lot of people in India are, are watching that show, and that, that had to be just a very unique atmosphere. I'll tell you, Ring to King has been my favorite thing that I've ever done, aside from you know my bigger stuff on WWE, just because uh, a, a number of things. First of all, Endemol, um, the network behind it, the Colors Channels on Endemol, is, is a huge network worldwide, television-wise. I mean, they created Fear Factor, Big Brother, and just a huge, huge entity over in India. And, uh, you know, with them having their own wrestling show, it was uh, it was almost like a hysteria kind of thing when we were going around and doing promotions and stuff. There's, there's gigantic billboards all, all over India with our faces on them. And, uh, you know, we, the arena, you know, there'd be 3,000 people and another 1,000 people lined up trying to get in because it was jam-packed. And, and, and the fans over there are really old school and, and really believe in what they're seeing and things like that. And if you've seen any of it on YouTube, you can see just how alive those crowds are. And, uh, I mean, there's a, you know, getting to be a pretty well-known shot of Scott Steiner going into the crowd and just seeing, you know, seeing them part like the, the seas and stuff like that. Um, so I have really, really enjoyed uh, going and shooting Rink of King. Um, had some really good matches with Trevor Murdoch. Roscoe Jackson is his name in India for Rinka King. And then a good match with uh, Matt Morgan, which just there. You can see all this on YouTube. And I believe if you have a certain direct TV package as well, you can watch Rinka King on colors. Um, <clears throat> but the thing that I'm most proud of that we did over there was a street fight that Trevor and I had that has yet to air that will come up uh, later in the season. But uh, a very brutal match. Uh, one of my favorite matches I've had in, in years. We really, uh, really laid it on the line and, 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 and beat the living hell out of each other, and, uh, you know, we had a had a really good match. So I'm really excited about the stuff that I, I, I'm doing over there, and, um, you know, I, I hope that it continues to succeed. It's it's doing great now ratings-wise, and uh, from what I'm hearing, the end of them all, people are, are very happy with it. So, uh, you know, I think the sky's the limit with that new market over there and with, uh, with Rinky King because the show was, was written well, was produced phenomenally well. I mean, it just it looks great if you've seen it on – on YouTube or anything like that. It's just, it's it's very, very impressive. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And over there, you're Isaiah Cash. Isaiah Cash, yes. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about Isaiah. What's uh, Isaiah Cash is a outlaw biker. Um, 
Yeah. The, uh, the um, president of the Ramblin' Men Outlaw Motorcycle Club, and I ride uh motorcycle to the ring, and I'm dressed out like a biker. It's it's kind of close to my real personality, which it was really uh, fun yeah. to get to kind of express some of that as opposed to just, you know, being typecast and put into a character and, and kind of, you know, told how to do it. So I got to kind of be myself a little bit. And um, I think that the character, um, you know, it, it it works really well with, with my wrestling style as well, being a big kind of brawler type of guy. But, I'm, you know, I try to be pretty athletic out there. And I was able to do some stuff that I really enjoyed. And I, I really liked all my matches for the most part. So it was uh, definitely a very exciting, exciting project. Well, sounds like it. We're going to go back to the phones really quickly uh, to the 559 area code. 559, please state your name. And- hey, guys. This is Steve from California. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. How, how you doing? doing? Hey, guys. Uh, hey, Luke, uh, you mentioned uh, the India. Uh, I've heard a couple guys saying that they uh less and more of a reaction than what they do here in the States. Uh, did, you, did you find that to be true as well? Well, you're breaking up a little bit, Steve. You found that they, I found that they did what in India? Uh, the the India do, fans, how did do. they react compared to American fans? Oh, yeah, that was that was another thing that I maybe I didn't cover there a second ago, but uh, the fans were rabid. I mean, they're, they're true believers and very, very high energy, very excited. And I think that the fans here, you know, the wrestling market here can be so oversaturated and in certain pockets of the country, you know, fans are smarter and, and, and things like that. But this was a really raw natural wrestling audience. They were excited to be there. They were happy to be there. They got into the characters. So um, it was it was a lot of emotion behind it with those fans there. So they were very exciting to perform in front of. I, dare I say some of my, my favorite that I've been in front of, actually. Support us on Patreon starting at $4.99. Get these shows ad-free and bonus VIP content. That's $4.99 on Patreon. Patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. That's patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. That is the quickest, cheapest, and easiest way to support us and enjoy these shows with a streamlined listening experience. The Wade Keller Post Shows, Podcasts, and the PW Torch Daily Casts, plus some random VIP bonus content. Okay, does that help you, Steve? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I was with, with the, uh, you know, with the bar set, you know, so low with, you know, of what you have to do. Do you feel like maybe, you know, throwing in a really brutal street fight would just expectations up to after or do you think yeah. they'll they'll be into it for a long time coming? Um, I think that they're gonna be into it for a long time time coming. I mean it's it's new, it's hot. It felt like how the wrestling boom probably felt in the eighties because it's the it's the buzz, you know. And, you know, when we went and did that street fight and, and you know, it'll air here eventually and, and the you know, kind of the stuff we did and they got to see up close, I think that they were all that much more into it. And, uh, you know, they were, they were really alive for it and they had never seen anything like that. So I don't think we want to set the bar too high too quickly, you know, stuff like that. You know, that was the only thing like that that was done, you know, basically the entire season aside from like a cruiserweight ladder match, which they really got into that as well. Um, so I think that uh, hopefully the fans will be, um, you know, very receptive, very lively, very active, and very happy there for a long time. Yeah, because uh, one of the things that kind of ruined wrestling in in the United States was the attitude there and hot shutting all these crazy matches for no reason. So I guess you know as long as there's a storyline reason for all these big matches, 
they won't get so desensitized to it. Sure, and I think that that was kind of the thing that was going on. Like um, Trevor and I had some pretty physical matches, and then it was a slow build to get to, you know, the street fight. It wasn't just like, hey, here's two guys who like to fight. Let's have a street fight. We we, we built it up, and um, you know, and we, we we gave them what we had. And I think that we could have a, a better, more violent thing like that down the line. But you know, for where it's at programming wise, I thought that this worked really well. So. <laughs> I hope it turns out good when I watch it back, because I'm sure building it up on here. So we'll see. All right. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm a big, big fan. I've always been a big fan, and uh, thank you for your time. Answer my question. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. Um, yeah, that, that, that brings up something with uh, with the Indian market. Uh, I think part of it is, you know, I don't remember there being a lot of pro wrestling over there. I know WWE had a tour several years back, and some of the wrestlers got food poisoning. But uh, you know that that's a market that hasn't been burned out. Yeah, absolutely, and um, you know that's why it's so exciting because it's it's somewhere else for the business for the guys to go and to fly their trade, you know. So um, it's going really well, and I hope that it continues to do so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steve asked about uh, about the street fight. I I haven't seen you involved in a lot of promotions that do the, the, the hardcore wrestling and the wild stipulations. Um, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? I enjoy it. I really do. I think that, you know, right place, right time, those things can, can really uh, be effective and be good. We actually hear, I ran some shows here in Georgia, and, and Pat, you know Jake the Machine Davis, and he, he does a lot I of do. stuff like that. He's a local guy out of that Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia, Pennsylvania area that I came up with, and we had uh, we had three brutal street fights down here that were really good, and, you know, we had barbed wire and tacks and stuff. And, you know, for some people it was a little too much, but... Uh, I enjoyed doing it and going out with a guy that I had good chemistry with and we could kind of let it all hang out. So we had some, some brutal matches down here. I think those guys um, elite have those DVDs available as well. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure people will be able to check that out. Um, all right, coming, coming up on the end of the program, uh, okay, so you are this weekend, uh, Showtime All-Star Wrestling down in, uh, down in Tennessee, is that correct? Tennessee, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, I'm, I'm checking it out. And anybody who uh, who wants to book me can email bookbiglg at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Real Gallows. And uh, I am on Facebook. There are a bunch of fake Luke Gallows accounts. Um, but, yeah, Facebook, Luke Gallows, and, uh, you know, hit me up for sure. Okay, well, uh, it's, I think it's, I think if it helps, uh, it's, it's the account where I'm friends with you, so that that will probably help some of the people. Yeah, I have I have two of them. Um, one of them is a picture from an independent show, and another picture is I, I'm so non-computer savvy. This is how to have to explain it. Another picture is uh, of me. The profile picture is me doing the, the straight edge salute, standing on the ropes, and I have like an orange camouflage singlet on. So if that helps anybody, I don't know. Not, <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Uh, William in the chat room wants to know if you're celebrating Mario Lemieux Day. No, I'm just going to go to the gym and then go home and go to bed. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. All right. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're about to uh, wrap up for the day. Uh, Luke, thank you very much. Uh, you've been very generous with your time this afternoon, and uh, we're, we're, we hope to have you on the program in the, in the next several months. Unless you go back to WWE, in which case they won't let you on. <laughs> That's the nature of the beast, I'm afraid. But uh, yeah, no, it was fun. I appreciate everybody calling and asking questions, and uh, you know, coming out and supporting me and supporting the cause and support pro wrestling, support independent professional wrestling. Uh, 
there's a lot of good wrestling, you know, all over the country. So go out and support these guys and watch them do what we all love. So, for sure. Okay, thank you very much, Luke. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow, for those of you tuning in, it will be James Caldwell and Greg Parks. On Friday, we will have uh, Wade Keller. I don't know who his special interview guest is this week, but he always has fun interviews on Friday. And uh, then we'll come back around on Monday, and it will be uh, it will be Travis Bryant and uh, Bruce Mitchell. All right, thank you very much to uh, Luke Gallows for being a part of the program today. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will we will see you again next week at the same time. For the CW Torch Livecast, and for Luke Gallows, this is Pat McNeil. Good night, everybody. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people at Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs> But the most amazing thing to me is I get paid for doing this. And we're back inside Studio B here for the PW Torch VIP After Show for Wednesday, March 7th, 2012. I'm Pat McNeil here with Torch Assistant Editor James Caldwell, who's had a very busy day. James, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Pat. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, had a nice conversation with Luke Gallows. Uh, we're, we're on a few seconds late because Luke and I were having the echo problem we had before, and we both had to hang up and call back in again. But uh, it all worked out in the end. A lot of a lot of great questions from our uh, from our emailers, and from our from our listeners, and from our yeah, and from our VIPs, which is good. Uh, I was hoping to have an announcement on next week's guest, but uh, this is one of those things that happens when you when you go through somebody else to book a guest. So uh, we're going to – hopefully we'll be able to announce it tomorrow or Friday, or we'll just take one of the guests that we have booked for future weeks and move them up. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, if we're not going to be appreciated. And I know you have a big show. You'll have a big show tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Greg Parks and I will – I'm sure we'll talk about Raw and uh, Roxena. Uh, let's see, Thursday. Um, maybe a little bit of Impact. Impact's been overlooked a little bit lately. and I think uh, the show has mm-hmm. improved, so – might be worth discussion is, is reviewing the past month or so, um, at least yeah. uh, the latest since their last pay per view. So uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on. Maybe there'll be another sex tape in the news tomorrow to discuss. Who knows at this point? Oh, good grief! Um, yeah, you know, I, I saw I saw the headline Hulk Hogan sex tape, and my first thought, of course, like yours, was yuck. <laughs> yeah, you know what's so funny is that. Um, Usually I stay up very late at night, and last night I, I decided to turn in before two uh, for the first time in a long time. And usually TMZ will, if they if they have little wrestling tidbits, they they uh, disperse those around you know two thirty or three in the morning. I said I'm sure that today will be the one day where I go to sleep early and they send out a bunch of stuff. I'm sure. And of course I woke up to the the Karma news and the Hulk Hogan sex tape news. So. Uh, perhaps it was a good thing I went to sleep because I don't think I would have been able to go to sleep last night if I had that story to cover at two thirty in the morning. No. Yeah. No, that's that was a uh, that was good. I'm glad I'm glad you got your sleep instead of uh, worrying about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there yeah? Is there been any follow up that we can actually on this subject that we can actually talk about on this show? Well, um, Hogan went on uh, TMZ Live during the live cast. I was did. listening to him uh, talk about. It. He said that. 
he he assumes that the uh, the events in question occurred five years ago when he uh, was in between his divorce and meeting his current wife, and of he course. was on sort of a binge, and he doesn't remember much of that time, and he's he's uh, sure that someone uh, filmed it against his own wishes or without his knowledge. So they're planning to go, he and his attorney are planning to go after whoever has uh, possession of the tape and uh, prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, Pat. So, uh, well, that's good to know. That's what he said. Well, I, I, I thought Hogan had a bad back. Uh, apparently, it wasn't that bad five years ago. Uh, apparently, I guess I'm gonna. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I I uh, I'd prefer another topic. I prefer not to talk about it. But uh, you know, Karma Kia Stevens. Um, she uh, she did not have a child. She miscarried. Yeah, that, 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 that was very overnight. sad news. Very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine the emotional toll of that. And then, um, you know, coming back to the Royal Rumble, I'm sure, and that was, well, I mean, we don't know the timeline. of. I mean, she, she claimed the birth was on New Year's Eve. Um, so I'm assuming sometime around then was when the miscarriage happened. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's a month later, having the Rumble appearance. That, I don't, that, it's I don't, just I, I don't know. Yeah. And we we haven't seen her on the run up to WrestleMania, which is one of the things I was anticipating. So, uh, you know, there, yeah. there's probably more that we'll hear about that situation, unfortunately, over over time. Um, yeah. You know, the, yeah. Uh, the only good news is they they can't do a, a storyline like that because it's already been done multiple times, I think. In fact. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> but yes. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I guess that's going to end up being a positive for her. Um, okay, the uh, raw rating, I believe, came in around at 3.3, and again, there was another loaded show. There was The Rock, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels on it. Uh, you know, I, I put my theory up in, in my blog on Monday that, you know, this, you know, the people want to see, uh, people want to see some new faces on top, and, you know, that is, as good as The Rock and Triple H and Shawn Michaels have been in their roles, they are, they, you know, by themselves are not gonna, are not gonna cause another boom period for the product. Yeah, I think there's. I think that's a factor. Uh, that's probably. That's it's probably one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you also. I mean, you have the idea that you know it's just not as special. I mean, Rock came back last year for the first time in six or seven years. That was special, and it's not as special anymore. And, and he's not doing anything. You know, it's Rock and Cena aren't having a match. They're not fighting. They're just having a verbal back and forth. So I think that. I think right. people want to see some action, and and you know the, the promos have their have their merit and they, they have their appeal and the draw is there for a little bit. Um, and we saw the Shawn Michaels first exchange with Triple H. That one pretty much saved an, an awful rating and made it made it passable. Uh, yeah. I think people want to see some action now, Pat. I think they're kind of tired of talking and not really. I mean, there isn't really anything newsworthy coming out of it. I mean, obviously Michaels is not a special referee, but. I mean that's not major news, I guess. But you know, I think no, we I just want to see something happen. You know, see some fighting or some action. I, I think you know. I think somebody is going to have to. I mean, you know, I would normally advise against this, and I think I advised against it last week. But I, I think we're at the point where somebody is going to have to is going to have to take a swipe at somebody because I mean, yeah. it just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense at this point to have you know have these two guys in the ring calling each other all sorts of names and and talking about how they hate each other and 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 they're afraid to touch each other. I know. And that's why I agree with what uh, what Bruce Mitchell said on, on Mitchell Audio over the weekend, is that you need security. 
Because it's come to the yeah. point where, it, it, like, like you just said, Pat, it doesn't make any sense that they're not coming to blows. If they hate each other that much, then, I mean, like, goodness, somebody should have a busted lip by now, but they're not even touching. So, you know, if this was realistic, I mean, you'd have to have them fighting by now. Yeah, I, I, I just think people are not going to, you know, people aren't going to be enthused about uh, four more weeks of this. And, and on Monday, we're having, you know, we're having a, a, uh, a musical, uh, musical face-off. <laughs> A little musical number. Nothing says tense, personal, they're about to come to blows, pay money to WrestleMania, like a musical exchange. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously they can find a way to try to make it seem like it's a very personal thing, but it, it seems a little bit uh, yeah. not quite within it's, the it's, tone it's of gonna the program. Be, uh, it's going to be Monday Night Raw, you got served. You know, that's, uh, that's yeah. what I'm afraid yeah. we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. I see the eight mile analogy tossed out. I assume it'll be Cena will tap into that rap battle uh, theme, and, and I don't know. I guess Rock would just play a, a guitar. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not not in uh, not in great favor of uh, this idea so far. No, this isn't uh, this isn't doing a lot for me. But uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. We, we more or less have to. It's it's our job. I launched the Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter as a teenager in high school in the late 80s, and I've been covering professional wrestling ever since. It's been my full-time job since the day I graduated college. And I've followed every technology along the way and tried to be on the cutting edge, and one of them has been podcasting. We were doing podcasts before the word podcast was a word. They were just called audio shows for our subscribers. And a cool feature that we introduced last year are flashback Saturday night editions of the Wade Keller Hotline, where every Saturday night we post... Wade Keller Hotlines, all in one file, a week's worth of shows from 10 and 15 years ago. That means uh, you can listen to what I was saying about the news, about Raw, about SmackDown, about TNA, about WrestleMania hype, WrestleMania fallout, controversies, firings, matches that almost happened, and why they didn't happen. Every weekend on Saturday night from 10 and 15 years ago. For instance, the April 6, 2006 Wade Keller Hotline had a ton of insider news on the Hulk Hogan-Steve Austin dynamic at the WWE Hall of Fame and the prospects of a Hogan versus Austin match and how close it came to happening at WrestleMania 22, what stood in its way, and what the prospects were of it happening in the future, why Steve Austin said what he said about Hulk Hogan at the Hall of Fame during his Bret Hart intro, and what the backstage interaction was between the two of them. That's just one example of some of the fascinating reporting that was going on, likely before you were listening to some of my free podcasts here. So uh, go VIP. It's one of many, many cool benefits that come with a VIP membership. Get details at pwtorch.com slash go VIP. Uh, okay, TNA, you were talking about TNA. TNA Impact tomorrow night. Yes, Garrett Bischoff is wrestling. That's the only thing they're advertising, Pat, or at least I'm mean, not the only thing, but the only thing they're stressing. I mean, look at this, the Spike TV preview. It's Bischoff yeah. Family Feud. The, the preview text on Twitter, it's Bischoff Family Feud. It's I think that there's some yeah. wrestlers on the roster, right, Pat? I, I, last time I checked. So Last time I checked. And uh, it's worth noting that we learned Friday that these Spike TV previews are written by Andrew Goldstein. Ah, there you go. Yes. Yes, so that's that's who you should talk to about those if those aren't working yeah. for you. And also, uh, last night the Superstars taping, Ted DiBiase broke his ankle, and I'm guessing he's missing. He's not going to wrestle at WrestleMania. 
Uh, that's what it sounds like. I mean, I know that, that WWE's website will exaggerate uh, the length of time for recovery, but broken ankle, I mean, he, he could have wrestled the broken wrist like he had a couple months ago. I guess it was a couple weeks. Yeah, several weeks. Uh, but, yeah, broken ankle, that, that doesn't sound good. So, um, look, okay. looks like another injury scratch for Mania. Oh, well. Oh, well, they tried. All right, uh, you ready to do this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Wrestling and all the ships at sea. This is your PW Torch Live Event Center for Wednesday, March 7th, 2012. Right now on WWE.com, James, you can watch today's edition of NXT. Your main event, Percy Watson taking on Titus O'Neil. Plus, Darren Young is in action. Yeah, Darren Young's been uh, not doing much of anything lately. Um, Percy and Titus, that thing's been brewing for months and months. Actually, I guess uh, Titus turned heel a couple months ago, so uh, yeah, that one's been brewing for a bit. I, I feel very sad that I know that, but yeah, that that did happen. Uh, tomorrow, of course, WWE Superstars on WWE.com. Uh, your main event, Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler, and what's actually being reported as a uh, as a pretty good match. Plus, uh, yeah. Heath Slater, Ted DiBiase, Jinder Mahal, and all your favorites from the Superstars brand. Oh. Yeah, that Dolph Kofi one is actually worth checking out from what uh, what the reports were live. So that if there ever was a reason to watch Superstars, that match apparently is worth it. And I guess you can watch Ted DiBiase break his ankle. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll edit it, but uh, yeah, I yeah. guess that's another reason. Yeah. I suppose so. All right, so that can be fun. Uh, TNA Impact Wrestling tomorrow night on Spike TV. You're going to get to see... Jeff Hardy teaming with Garrett Bischoff against Kurt Angle and Gunner. And uh, for the TNA title, it will be Bobby Roode defending the belt against Bully Ray. They're actually having a title match on TV tomorrow night? Yes, yes, they're having a title match on TV tomorrow night. And, of course, they didn't bother to mention that uh, in the uh, Spike TV preview because apparently the match is going to be set during the episode. So another one of those where they don't announce ahead of time, and they just expect people to kind of figure it out. That there's a title match, so and that then kind of shows how little value there is in, in a title nowadays. And then if they get another 1.0, they can act surprised. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know. Well, man, we'll see how that goes. Uh, TNA house shows this weekend: uh, Covington, Kentucky, on Thursday; Corbin, Kentucky, Friday; Pikeville, Kentucky, on Saturday. On uh, all three shows, your featured matches, AJ Styles versus Frankie Kazarian, and the four-way for the title, Robert Roode versus Kurt Angle versus James Storm versus Bully Ray. I'll say what I said last week, Pat. I feel like that's the ex- some some variation of the exact same match they have every single weekend. So, well, yet another round Kurt of Angle, those four yeah. guys. Yeah. Kurt Angle's out on the road this week in Kentucky. That's true. I don't think he was on uh, last week's, uh, what were they, Kansas last week, that um, yeah, I. Dad, did you hear any attendance on that? We, I mean, they had four shows last week. We didn't get a single report, so that was not a good indication of me on attendance. But um, did you hear anything about attendance last weekend? No, oh, I will. I will see if I can dig something up since I'm since I'm here. You know. Uh, but while we're doing that, we'll move on. Uh, Friday night, uh, WWE SmackDown on Sci-Fi from the scenic, beautiful Mohegan Sun Casino. Uh, a cage match for the U.S. title. Tino Morella taking on Jack Swagger and a huge six-man tag in the main event, James. It will be Seamus, Randy Orton, and the Big Show taking on Daniel Bryan, Cody Rhodes, and The Miz. Poor Miz. 
You know what's going to happen with the Miz in that match? I don't have to. I'm not. I'm, I'm not giving away spoilers, but uh, you know what's going to happen to Miz. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and if I didn't know, I would certainly suspect. Yes. Okay. Uh, I am not seeing any sort of report on uh, on TNA attendance over the weekend. I'm looking in, and I'm looking in the usual spots for it. So I'm sure somebody will have an event. I'm sure it must have been great. I'm sure they sold out all four nights. <laughs> I, I mean, I heard Dodge City. I mean, that was the, uh, that was the claimed first ever major wrestling show in Dodge City. So, uh, Dodge City of uh, National Lampoon Vacation fame. That's always how I remember Dodge City. Uh, but uh, I, I heard that there was actually there actually there actually were people there. So, I don't know about the other three shows, but I, that one apparently did okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very very happy for them. Uh, then uh, this Friday, Pro Wrestling Syndicate heads to Raleigh, New Jersey, for a big show headlined by Davy Richards taking on Dan Moss and Sammy Callahan meeting Colt Cabana in a death match. Wow. Hmm. Is, is that on an iPay-per-view or just a standard uh, I, show? You know what? I, I didn't even think to look. I, I'm, I'm lying down, you know, I'm... I'm honestly laying down on the job because you know, it didn't even occur to me to check and see if it's an iPay-per-view. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I'll go. I'll go look that up here while we move on. Uh, sure. Of course, uh, WWE Raw has house shows this weekend: Friday night, Toronto; Saturday in London, Ontario; and Sunday in Buffalo. Uh, those three shows, headlined by John Cena versus Kane in a Last Man Standing match, and CM Punk versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title, two out of three falls. Ooh, not even fans' choice. Usually, it's fans' choice of. Uh... Usually it's like a street fight and uh, two out of three falls, but uh, I think they did two out of three falls in Dubai, not, not Dubai, Abu Dhabi, uh, in last month. So uh, maybe they're testing work. the waters a little bit on that stipulation. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. It should be interesting anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm not seeing a mention of this on on Go Fight Live. The uh, the possibility of a big. Uh, a big guy pay-per-view for the PWS, but we'll uh, we'll keep looking here as we go through this. Then, of course, SmackDown house shows this weekend, Saturday in East Lansing, Michigan, Sunday in beautiful Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, all shows headlined by Sheamus versus Mark Henry and a three-way for the SmackDown title, Big Show versus Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton. Mm. That's actually an interesting matchup. I like That's a nice, uh, nice change-up there for the uh, SmackDown main event. So, um I, yeah, I, I think the Brian Orton uh, dynamic needs to be explored more. So even if you have to mix in the big show, I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, no, the the big uh, this weekend's big eye pay per view is Lucha Libre Gali in uh, out of Illinois. So that's uh, that's going to be that looks very exciting. Hmm. Okay, uh, Combat Zone in Philadelphia this Saturday night. Uh, your your featured bouts: uh, Masada taking on Adam Cole. Any three-way for the combat zone title, Scotty Vortex versus Devin Moore versus Robert Anthony. I'm not even going to pretend I know what's going on with that, but uh, we'll see. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we go on to uh, Ring of Honor on Sinclair this weekend. Uh, some big matches as we uh, prepare for the uh, for the uh, dual eye pay-per-views at the end of the month. Uh, Jay Lethal will be taking on Kenny King, and uh, it will be Adam Cole against Kevin Steen. Cole and Steen. Um, should be. Um, that's an interesting matchup. Uh, I think I think Steen wins that, but um, with Cole on the rise, I think that uh, should be a pretty good match. Okay. There we go. Um, let's see. 
Oh, um, yeah, the, the pay-per-view from last week, the iPay-per-view from last weekend is up, the uh, big WSU show, if you want to spend 15 bucks on that. Uh, let me see if there's... Uh, let me see if there's any special, you know, any special competitors or their usual roster. Um, yeah, sure, sure looks like the uh, sure looks like the usual uh, WSU roster on there. No, nothing, uh, nothing really special. Well, Cookie's on there, so Cookie from uh, DNA. Huh. Yes, and oh, excuse me, and Jazz. Jazz is also on there. So there you go. That's good. Yeah. Yes, and of course WWE Raw Super Show in Cleveland this Monday night. Uh, the Rock Does a Rock concert, John Cena raps, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and The Undertaker are all in the building. No word as to whether there'll be any sort of wrestling matches on the show. I, it might be a half an hour of talking, and then uh, a few matches sprinkled in. I, actually, I guess it'd be more like uh, an hour of talking and about uh, 20 minutes of, of wrestling sprinkled in. Plus, of course, Pat, you also have um, uh, James Roday from uh, Spike, who will be That's here. right. James Roday from Spike and... Uh, the Miz will be putting them over in three minutes. Yeah. Yes, it was the uh, USA issued a press release today, and they said uh, Rode will be uh, tumbling around with the Miz and other superstars. And I yeah, think, he, uh, he, I think he, it's appropriate. He, people at home, uh, people at home might have thought I was kidding with that, but uh, I, I think you're right. About sixty forty. Yeah. Yeah, Rode okay. over Miz in three minutes. I, I think they might book it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, there's your WrestleMania match. Actually, there's there's your celebrity match for WrestleMania if they can set it up. Hey. Miz didn't say what type of match he wants, Pat. He just says he wants a match of Mania. So, there you go. Wouldn't that be great? Okay, and the five things you might not know. Well, the listeners might not know it. James knows all these, I'm sure. Uh, Sammy Callahan had a tryout for WWE last night. Uh, Sammy, uh, one of our favorites from his work in uh, Dragon Gate USA and Evolve. I I don't know if Bruce Mitchell's been told, but I know he's a big uh, Callahan fan, so... uh, we wish the best for him. Uh, that would that would sure suck for Gabe Sapolsky, but I'm sure he'll get over it. Uh, Johnny Gargano will be defending the Dragon Gate USA title in Miami on March 31st. He is going to wrestle. Uh, had a back injury, which uh, kept him off the last uh, the last uh, Dragon Gate internet pay per view. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, already mentioned uh, James Roday guest starring on Raw. That was number three. Number four, and I know you know about this, Newt Gingrich last night came out to Real American by Hulk Hogan when he gave his speech after the Georgia primary. Yes, he did. It was actually, I was actually out last night, and uh, when I got back in, I saw the email from Wade. So Wade was paying attention Wade, to the Republicans last night. Wade was very excited, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's earned it. And, uh, and item number five, uh, Chikara's big June 2nd I-pay-per-view will be emanating from the Trocadero, a, a club in Philadelphia. What's the name of it? And there you have it. There you have it, the, the five things you might not know. Well, what was the name of the club, Pat? The Trocadero. Hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting name. Um, uh, I guess so. Not to be confused with the Tuscadero, the name of uh, one of Fonzie's girlfriends. <laughs> the, the cousin to the building, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, and now we go to your emails. This uh, program is a copyrighted production of TDH Communication and is intended solely for the private user audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the description and events depicted without the express written consent of Wade Keller and the National Football League is prohibited. All right, you ready for these, James? Let's do it. Okay, let's see. All right, this is uh, Rich from Jersey. Um, the late scene has been speaking. It does seem like most of it is coming from Vince. Do you think there could be a possibility of a Miami screw job? 
I'm guessing during the Rock Cena match is what he's talking about. Uh, no. I, I don't see that happening, no. Well, I mean, it, it's always possible because Vince McMahon is, is purely bet one out crazy, but uh, I'd be inclined to say no. I think they want to get, uh, I think they, they want Rock to be there after WrestleMania. You know, they, they have a couple more matches planned for him, so no. Yeah, if they can get three matches out of him, then there's no reason to start off the first one with some sort of screw job. No. Yeah, but the problem is, I, you know, I don't know about doing three matches between Rock versus John Cena because history has shown when you do that sort of thing, the first match gets the buy rate, and the second and third matches, you know, not so much. Especially the second one. Maybe the third one, if they can make it seem yeah. like there's something on the on on the line more than just the third match in a series. You know, like loser leaves WWE for good. I'm. Not to say that's what they're going to do, but something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next question. Uh, the WWF the World Wildlife Foundation. The old school logo doesn't get blurred out yet. The Attitude Era logo does. Can you explain the story behind it and how come Vince just won't throw a couple of bucks towards them so we don't have to watch old footage with the logo blurred out or hearing WWF being silenced? Well, um, yeah, they. they uh, I think part of the original deal with... Uh, between uh, WWE and the World Wildlife Federation, it included they had the rights to use the old logo, the uh, the old you know, WWF logo that they used, you know, throughout uh, you know through the 80s and the mid 90s. I think that one was safe. However, the scratch logo um, that was uh, that was frowned upon, that was never agreed upon, and that's that, that's the one that considered a, a violation. And yeah, as, as for uh, as for why Vince just doesn't throw up, uh, some bucks to the uh, to the WWF, um, I'm guessing one he doesn't want to, and two I don't think they'll accept it. They were they were really upset with uh, with uh, WWE and Vince McMahon for breaking their word. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was a money issue. I think it was a yeah. uh, every, every as uh, the Peyton Manning uh, press conference just stuck in my head. It was a circumstances issue. So uh, right. It, it just wasn't about money for a wildlife for the wildlife fund. It's a new year, so why not treat yourself to a PW Torch VIP membership and get these shows with the ads and plugs removed and a ton of VIP exclusive audio shows such as the new Focus on AEW and Focus on WWE series that I record throughout the week, dedicated to a focused look at WWE news and a focused look at AEW News, along with commentary, analysis, and Q&A with VIP member listeners. Plus our post-pay-per-view, VIP-exclusive roundtables, and so much more. Plus over 35 years of archives of podcasts, radio shows, newsletters, articles. Check it out, pwtorch.com slash govip. Tells you all about membership. So why not make 2022 the year that you enjoy all the benefits that come with a PW Torch VIP membership? Yep, there you go. Okay, uh... Well, he's got a bunch of questions. Austin's last match was WrestleMania 19, but since then he has made appearances, or better yet, has had a role in every WrestleMania since, except last year's when he had a backstage one room with The Rock. Was this because WWE doesn't didn't have something major for him, or because of some other reason? Um, I think it's because he can't wrestle and he can't bump, which limits the number of things you can have Steve Austin doing. Uh, yeah, James? Um, I mean he was special referee last year for uh, Colin Lawler. That was, I yeah. mean, for right now, you know, I think he he's going to save whatever energy, physical energy he has for wrestling um, for an actual match. So, yeah, I mean, you got him to do a cameo or, or 
Yeah, who knows? He might even induct somebody in the Hall of Fame this year. I, I, I don't see a, a candidate, but um, you know, I, I, you know, Jim Ross said that he he thinks that Austin, you know, in his blog, his latest blog, he said he thinks Austin might be at the Hall of Fame. Uh, that might be it. And also, I mean, Pat, the other thing is that Rock's headlining, and I don't think that yeah. Austin wants to be in the quote unquote spotlight with Rock, even sharing it or being on the same event as him and not being not receiving top billing. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that. you just kind of want to stay away right. this year. Yeah. I think we'll see Austin, you know, maybe during WrestleMania at the Hall of Fame, but he won't be doing. I'd, I'd be surprised if he did anything uh, major on this show. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. His next question with WWE and their campaign against bullying isn't it a tad ironic? But if you look at it, Triple H was bullied in his match with Undertaker. Um, I suppose you could see it that way. Of course, yeah. you know that would. That would mean ignoring that, that Triple H's character is one of the biggest bullies uh, WWE has ever had. Yeah, I, I didn't even look at it that way. Um, I, I mean, I don't think that Undertaker was... I mean, I, I mean, bullying, it doesn't just take on the form of physical, you know, physical beating somebody up and also going to be verbal and emotional and that, I guess. It's going to extend it out that far. So, yeah, Undertaker did kind of coerce Triple H into accepting the match and uh I I think that's sort of stretching the uh the stretching it a bit. Uh, I mean I could see yeah. it but I think it's stretching it. Yeah, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but I, I'm guessing that Vince yeah, McMahon just absolutely hates every moment of the anti bullying campaign and would rather have nothing to do with it. But that's just a guess. Right. I don't think it really enters in the consideration when they're when they're putting together storylines. No. In fact, no. Uh, well, judging by their storylines, I'm I'm guessing yeah, I figure it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's uh, move on. All right. To me, it seems like the, like since WrestleMania is six weeks away, they could have drawn this anticipation out for another three weeks or so. Already appeal is a good move, so now that they have main events set, so now that can focus on getting undercard matches some publicity. Yeah, I, I think part of it is, yeah, if they kept going with the will he or won't he bit with Triple H and Undertaker, people just aren't going to believe it, so you might as well get it out of the way. Yeah, uh, and now they can kind of play up the issue of of Michaels and, you know, sort of the sarcastic tone he took with Hunter, and Hunter's claiming that, oh, I'm just trying to protect you, buddy, and I don't think anyone's really believing that. So they, they can kind of flesh that issue out now. So I, I think they have a. I think this has a really nice game plan and nice flow to it. Going back, you know, three or four weeks ago to when uh, Undertaker first came back. So um, I think this one's layered nicely. It, it looks like they took their time laying it out, uh, playing it out each week. You know, it, it doesn't feel like it's just sort of thrown together. So I think it's. I think this has been pretty well laid out so far. Okay, yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, all right, and of course, his, uh, let's see, his last couple of questions. Do you think that in the next week or so that Rock will use the golden bullet and throw the movie angle back at Cena? Yeah, you know, so if somebody asked you to make a movie, saying somebody asked you to make a movie for three months and make the same money you would make in a year, you would go too. Um, I, I don't know that they're going to do that, but then it, it, he could. It's, I think it's really sort of up to the rock at this point where he goes with that. Um, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I would be surprised if he if he went there. You know, I mean, I mean, Cena's already admitted that you know his uh, movies didn't do well, and I, 
pretty sure they don't want to talk about the fact that the movie is not doing well, had something to do with the fact that they were done by WWE Studios. Right, right. Um, I mean, I, that was what I was very curious to see on this week's Raw, is would Rock bring out the heavy artillery and go after Cena? He didn't. He basically just repeated the same things, you know, the merchandise and uh, Fruity Pebble and, you know, my junk's bigger than yours, you know, that, that whole thing he's been doing forever. And, uh, yeah. and he didn't go there. So I don't know if he is saving it, you know, for the week before, the week, two weeks before Mania um, or this week's Raw. I, I mean, I don't know if he's holding back and then he's just going to load or if it's one of those things where they say, no, Rocky, we, we can't go there. We can't go there, you know, and he's yeah. sort of limited in what he can be doing. So, um I think now I don't know that it would destroy Cena, but I think it would hurt his standing long term if they went there, because that's <laughs> Cena's entire argument, Pat, is that I'm here, you're not, that, and that's his, that's everything for Cena, you know. And Rock could dismantle that in a second, but he hasn't. So I, I just I don't see him doing it. Yeah, you know, I don't see him going. And there. Rock's already and Rock's already sort of addressed that by pointing out, hey, you know, I don't have to be here. Right. Right. If, uh, yeah, if, I want, if I wanted to be making another movie instead of being here, I'd be making another movie. Right, and making more money, too. Yeah, there there is that. Um, okay, there you go. That is, uh, that's all those questions. And now we have uh, Matt Fanatic from Wisconsin, who uh, apparently is upset that I might have paraphrased a couple of his questions to some of our guests in past weeks. And, you know, I mean, it, for, for those of you listening at home, if you want your insulting questions, uh, to our guests read accurately, you might have to just call in and do them yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just we saying. We want people to come on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of do. Yeah. I think that's been working out pretty well. Although the questions, although he asked, he asked good questions for Luke Gallows, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him that. Anyway, hey, Peyton Manning's love interest. This is from that fanatic. Oh, that's nice. Uh, what do you think, Miz does at Mania besides coming out and cutting a promo about? Not being on the show before Kali comes out and chops him. Um, yeah, actually, I would I would be expecting Miz to be in the uh, in the uh, Team Raw, you know, Team Teddy versus Team uh, Johnny Ace match, you know, the multi man match with all sorts of people in it. That's sort of what I expect him to be, and I I definitely expect him to be in there now that Wade Barrett appears to be out for a while. Yeah, I, I think Miz finds his way into the one of the multi man matches and and. Looking at the uh, the poll results, Pat, we put up a poll yesterday on what type of match will the Miz be in at oh, Mania. Fifty-seven percent uh, say multi-man, and thirty-two percent say not on the card. Uh, mm. So, ten percent say a singles match. I, the only singles match I see, Pat, is Miz being squashed in a, in a minute by somebody. You know. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think uh, I think the two possibilities are a promo interrupted by somebody, as, as Matt suggested, or as you said, Pat. Uh, part of uh, Team Johnny against uh, Team Raw or Team Teddy. Yeah, I I, I think that's I think that's where they're going to go. Um, but you know, I, I I could be underestimating how uh, annoyed they are with him right now. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I just don't see a way they don't have him on the show. You know, I mean, I, at the very least, he comes out there and well, says, yeah. I, "I was in a, the main event last year," blah blah blah, and he, somebody comes out and squashes him. You know. Um, at the very I, I least, we'll put him in the yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. At the very least, they're going to put him in the uh, three thousand man battle royal that'll be on before the main show. Right. Right. So, yeah. Not not too worried about that one. Okay. 
Uh, if you can add the next question, if you have, can, can I have a clean slate for ROH to make anyone on the roster the world champ, who would it be? Hmm, that's a that's a fine question. Um, that's that's also a very difficult question because you're limited to people that are on their roster. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know their, their their roster has seen better days. Yeah, even CM Punk said so in <laughs> an interview uh, on Monday. So, um, I mean, I I I would say. I would say Kevin Steen, maybe. Uh, yeah, but I, I would I would be surprised if they don't. I, I mean, I'm expecting Steen to be their champion by the, you know, at the very latest by the time they do that that next Manhattan show in January in June. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, Pat. That seems to be the way they're going. But uh, it, it seems like the, the the thing that's so funny to me, Pat, is that it seems like every time there's anticipation for somebody becoming champion, like Davy Richards. Uh, the crowd's hot for it, and then as soon as that person's a champ, then the crowd's like, okay, who's next? We're, we're, we're tired of this guy already. You know, it's uh, – well, yeah. so I, yeah. I fear that if Kevin Steen becomes champ, then all of a sudden the crowd's going to be like, okay, I'm tired of this guy. Who's next? Well, they will eventually. And, you know, I mean, if this goes through June, Davey will have been champion for a year. But that's – I mean, that's just ring of honor tradition. They, they turn on the guy who's got the belt and get ready for the next one. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's worked – and it's worked, I guess, well enough over the years that they that they stick with it. Yeah, the problem is they just don't have enough stars um, to, you know, I, I think part of it is that, you know, Davey doesn't have a lot of people to work with. Um, you know, Eddie no, Edwards and, 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 and um, Roderick Strong, I mean, that's worn out, you know. So now it's sort well, of the Kevin Steen. Yeah, that, that's why we're getting a whole bunch of Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't think he... I mean, I think he's advancing, but I don't see him as being at that level yet. You know, I, I think it's too soon after Future Shock broke up. Yeah. Well, I, mean, yeah, I think the exception was, you know, about a year ago when uh, when they did the title switch from Roderick Strong to Eddie Edwards that I don't think anybody really wanted or expected. But that was to set yeah. up a storyline. So. so, yeah. Right on. Okay. Um, let's see. All right, here's an important question. Uh, which would you rather have sitting outside your front door, the John Cena gnome or the rock gnome? That's a tough one. When I first read the question, I, I, I pictured it as uh, you knock on the door and there's a gnome on your front on your on your doorstep. You know, like FedEx dropped it off. But I guess uh, he's asking which would you rather physically place, I guess willingly and physically place, Outside of your front door, as if you know you had. I almost, I almost read it initially as sort of like a, a Chucky doll that shows up at your door, and which would you rather have? But yeah. I guess it's uh, which would you rather put out in front of your yard willingly? So, right. I, well, I don't know. Um, what would you say? You know, neither because I don't have garden gnomes in the, in the front yard. I mean, if I had a choice, I, if, if I must choose, I'm guessing it's the rock gnome, although I haven't seen that one. Yeah, uh, I'd have to see the Rock Gnome. I, I haven't seen it either, so by default, I'll say Cena. Right. Okay, there you go. All right, and finally, both your teams have been listed as high possibilities for Peyton Manning to land if he ends up playing next year. What do you think are the chances that this happens? Um, I'll defer to you on, on your team, but uh, the odds of Peyton Manning playing for the Washington Redskins, well, I mean, I think they'll have plenty. I think they'll make him an offer with plenty of money behind it, I just don't think he wants to play for the Redskins. And, and you know, right now I, I can't say that I'd blame him. 
and I was talking to you about this earlier this afternoon, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Snyder not only offered him a lot of money, but offered to make him the first quarterback slash head coach slash general manager uh, that the yep. Redskins have had since the 30s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, I, I know that uh, we were joking about that before him, Pat, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's part of the offer. Is uh, we'll, we'll make you the GM or you know the vendor or you pick the draft picks, uh, whatever you want to do, yeah. Peyton. Come on over, you know. Uh, exactly. Um, but I, I, I don't think you know. I don't think he's coming, and I think there is a reason why. When you read this stuff about Peyton Manning, you know the the two. Uh, Two teams that are mentioned most often as the places that he's going to end up are Miami and Arizona. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, I don't see him in Miami. It, it, uh, I, I think part of it is that that fan base has eroded, but maybe he sees that as an opportunity to go rebuild the fan base there. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, and I don't I don't see how the Texans, my team, mixes in, is in the mix here. I mean. I know Matt Schaub yeah. was injured in the last year, but he's healthy. And um, it was actually uh, Johnny Fairplay tweeted about it, and I joked back with him that um, unless uh, Albert Hainsworth steps on Matt Schaub's foot again, I don't think we need uh, need uh, Peyton Manning. So, yeah. um, I and then with salary cap, I I just don't think we can afford him. I don't know if we can even uh, re-sign uh, Mario Williams. I, I think Williams is a higher priority than than Peyton. So, I, I don't see us in the mix. Yeah, that's the thing. That, that's a lot of money to pay Peyton Manning to be Matt Schaub's backup. Exactly, and that's what he would be. I mean, this is Schaub's team. He just he just went down with an injury, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't see it happening for us. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch because, you know, I mean, there's even people online who think Seattle has the inside track, which, you know, would be would be quite a surprise to me. But uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep watching and... Uh, and we'll keep answering uh, questions like that. If you have a question, you know what to do. You drop it in the Pat McNeil zone, which is conveniently located in the VIP forums. Uh, there's a special thread that says uh, listener mail. It is right at the top, and it's kind of hard to miss. It's right there. N- nice and visible right there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, James. Uh, got a uh, got no pay-per-views this weekend, but a big weekend of uh, college basketball. Yes, uh, let's see. Uh Texas on the bubble. Uh so we need we need a win or two in uh, in the conference tournament, but uh yeah, I'm going to be watching a little, little Big East, a little uh uh mid-major conference final, I'm sure. We'll watch a little Big Big 12 tournament. Uh where, where does the ACC tournament? Pat, does that start tomorrow or today? That starts tomorrow. Um Clemson has Virginia Tech tomorrow night. And the 7-10 game, uh, yeah, Clemson on the bubble for the NIT. They would probably need to win all, let's see, yeah, all four of their games, I'm thinking, to uh, to make it to the NCAAs. So, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I'm expecting they could, like, they could beat Virginia Tech because they've done it before, but if they do that, then they play Duke on Friday. Uh, we got another Bruce versus Pat matchup. That's, uh, yeah, that's a good matchup. Yeah. It works out well during football season, not so much during basketball season. <laughs> yeah, we just need to play the baseball and uh, settle in the ba- on the baseball field. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be. Or on the gymnastics. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe the uh, maybe the baseball field. Okay. Well, it was a long after show this uh, week, James. But uh, thank you for sticking it out with us. 
Yeah, always good talking to you, Pat. A lot of good questions. I think it was worth it. Okay, and uh, we will see you again next week. Same Pat time, same Pat channel. channel. Tune in tomorrow. Uh, James will be hosting the live cast. Until then, uh, we will see you later. Have you subscribed to the PW Torch Daily Cast yet? It's a free daily podcast with shows throughout the week dedicated to Ring of Honor, All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, NXT, and MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. That's Monday through Friday. And on Saturdays, check out the Deep Dive with Rich Fan, where he examines a single topic in depth. And then Sunday nights, it's Wrestling Night in America with Greg Parks. You can listen live or download the show later at pwtorchdailycast.com. Just click on the live stream link. He takes your calls talking about wrestling's biggest events, either ones that just took place or previewing shows that are right around the corner. And on Sundays when WWE runs pay-per-views, he's live right after the pay-per-view at pwtorchdailycast.com, reviewing the show and taking your calls. That's the PW Torch Daily Cast lineup. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your wrestling podcasts or visit our homepage to download or stream the shows or find out more information, pwtorchdailycast.com. One benefit of VIP membership is access to our back issue library, contemporaneous, in-depth, insider reporting on pro wrestling in real time over the past 30 plus years. And throughout the year 2022, we're going to begin our march through the year 2002 with back issues posted each week in PDF and all text formats. You can read it in a PDF format with our original magazine slash newsletter style layout on your screen and flip through the pages, or you can read a straightforward all-text format on your phone or tablet or laptop. The back issues early in 2002 covered the arrival of Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan to WWE and all the controversy that came with them. Plus my cover story that broke the news on the planned launch by Jerry and Jeff Jarrett of a promotion called TNA. Also, the early 2002 features are 2001 year in review features, including ranking pro wrestling's most influential power brokers and our Torch year end awards, the year in quotes, and the top 50 stories ranked in order from the year 2001. So go VIP and dive into our back issues. We have most of our back issues available as soon as you sign up with new back issues week by week from the year 2002, one at a time throughout the year 2022. pwtorch.com slash go VIP. pwtorch.com slash go VIP. That's pwtorch.com slash go VIP for full information and our sign-up form. It's more than podcasts. It's an unmatched library of wrestling history spanning more than three decades as soon as you sign up with more issues added throughout the year.